taking a step back from our Christmas preview. And guys, it's fall. Welcome to our Fall Harvest episode. You're with me, Patty, and I'm here with my co-host, Chingai. Hey, Chingai. Hey. Hello. We're back. <laughs> Feels like yesterday, literally, when you were just talking. <laughs> but guys, before we cozy up to the fire with our hot chocolate and our socks and mittens and wool sweaters, we gotta go take our pumpkin spice lattes and... Uh, Take a step back because Hallmark brought us the goods with Fall Harvest. Chingai, what did you think? This is the winner of 2021. <laughs> everything was chef's kiss. Chef's kiss indeed. And we won't, you know, we won't let you wait because we have six movies to get into. And shockingly, we have a lot to say about every one of them. And guys, it's all good. We start with the first movie from Fall Harvest, Love Strikes Twice, starring Katie Findlay, Wyatt Nash, and Marshall Williams. Workaholic lawyer Maggie wishes for a do-over and awakens 15 years in the past. Yesterday I was 37 years old, and this morning I woke up and it was 15 years earlier. This is a do-over. <laughs> if I help Josh save the library, then he'll be fine. Rick and I can go on like we should be, like we should have I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maggie Hartman, did you conquer the world with me? How would you rewrite your story? Guys, I'm never a fan of magical realism, go back in time, quirky, quirky shit. But guys, I don't know why this one worked on me. We have the usual tropes of like the workaholic lawyer who's just like so into her job and like she has this wonderful boyfriend. I don't know if he's a fiance, but like a wonderful boyfriend who just can't seem to live up, quote-unquote, to her expectations. He's a teacher. From, they're married. They're married, they're married, right? They're married. Yeah, they're married. And he just can't seem to live up to her expectations. It's her parents' 40th wedding anniversary, and they're going to go home, and she's asking him to give up stuff for her because she's so busy, and he's like, my job's important too. So we have that, we have, we're setting the premise that things are not great. And suddenly, uh, after, poof, uh, bit of magic she wakes up 15 years in the past and it's just so nice to see her scramble and um kind of try to clue in her brother that who she is from the future and and her parents who are so lovely and katie Findlay really worked the charm on this character because it's tough time travel movies are not easy we have the choose your own adventure change your life change your fate kind of trope we have the choosing between two loves she has the rich kid boyfriend who's not quite an asshole but is the son of an asshole and then her current husband childhood friend saving the library brouhaha so there's a lot going on there is a lot let's be real but for some reason i wasn't annoyed i usually am when there's too much going on and they kind of made it work i liked it this feels. This doesn't feel like a Hallmark movie, even if it's a if it's a trope that's familiar to the HC. <laughs> Just because I feel like Katie Finley brought really young energy to this. I I like that they're bringing this breed of of actors. Uh, into the HCU because they, they just give, um, I don't know, some zest into, <laughs> they just bring some zest into the mix, I think. Um, the only thing I, I feel like it was it was hard to believe. Okay, number one, it's a time traveling, mm -hmm. so it, it is hard to believe, but the, the guys in this movie, 15 years ago, they, they don't look like they were 15 no years younger. Like, like 
they 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 obviously looked like they were ancient, pretending to be college students. And I is it bad that I couldn't tell them apart? The yeah, <laughs> the boyfriend and the and the good guy. Yes, I couldn't. I could. I kept mixing them up. No, you're not alone. Um, I was I was gonna comment that like I'm so happy for the fresh faces, but they were literally two Ken dolls that I'm like, wait, which one was which? I know one of them was the guy with Cindy Busby and Take Me Back to Daisy Hills or something like that. He was the lead in that one with her. Um, so that I kind of could tell his face, but this other guy kind of looks like a poor man's Chris Carmack meets like, anyway. So I can't comment on their looks, but like they had chemistry with her, which is quite nice. I like how they didn't quite make her actual high school boyfriend such an asshole. Like you could tell that he had the makings of one, but he was still like human given he had a really bad father. But, like, their shenanigans in the country club was quite funny. And usually I'm not a fan of these, like, big set pieces they do where it's like, ooh, we're trying to be funny. But they actually kind of pulled it off. And I am... I'm shockingly... I was shockingly entertained. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why this one didn't bother me the way these types of movies usually bother me. Uh, Yeah, me too. I I just think that... It, it makes a big difference yeah. who you're watching. Yeah. Right? For sure. It, I, so I guess, like, it, it makes a big... The, the whole time travel thing could have impacted us differently if we're watching others <laughs> doing this. I think um, our lead was perfect. She she was great. She she did the whole confusion bit with the flip phone yeah. and, and the clothes were styled well. I... It, it was predictable, but it was also not predictable yeah. because they didn't succumb to making her boyfriend a complete ass. Exactly. So, you know, you weren't really sure what was going to happen. So good job, Katie Findlay. The, you, the, the last memory of you is now not a dead body and how, you know, to get away with murder. And instead, it's this... She's still a lawyer, though. She got to be... She's a lawyer here. I'm so happy for her. It's the alternate universe for that character on how to get away with murder. But yeah, guys, shockingly, guys, this was quote unquote the worst movie of the six, and we liked it. So we're off to a good start. Okay, up next, get music. Uh, you know, my favorite <laughs> of the Hallmark genres. We got Roadhouse Romance, and this one is starring. Lauren Elena and Tyler Hines. Country music fan Callie is determined to continue her late grandfather's legacy. Tucker's Roadhouse, the cradle of country music. Not a country music fan, I take it. It's not really on my playlist, no. Country music is special. It allows people to share their truth and to share their stories. Well, that caption maybe doesn't <laughs> give us a whole lot of plot. <laughs> scratching the surface um we get a lot of the familiars here and it, it, it was like they 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 mixed all the tropes up and decided to pick up a, a bunch not just one so we get the return arm girl it's a girl this time not the guy which is you know that that was fun and we also get the family restaurant to the lost recipe that they're trying to preserve Hallmark should come up with a cookbook <gasps> of all these like lost legacy recipes. <laughs> you can uh, and then it. so we get this like charming youth country music fan has like an amazing voice. 
uh, paired up against Tyler Hines, TV director, Hollywood agent guy who gets stranded somewhere in Tennessee and ends up meeting her. So we have like two worlds clashing. And, you know, we've seen this before. But I surprisingly like the country music movie of the season. <laughs> Lauren Elena, I think she's she's like legit a country music star. Mm. She isn't an actress, so I give her props. Mm. Like uh, I think for someone who isn't an actress, she did okay. We've seen actresses in country <laughs> music movies before done work. Did they did worse than her? So yeah, I mean, kind she's kind of annoying, but but I'll give her a pass on that. Uh, Tyler Hines, I mean. Tyler oh Hines. Oh my god, Tyler <laughs> At this point, he can do no wrong. I feel like I know him so well now. <laughs> he's had so many movies, huh? He did. So I, yeah, I like that, that he's like, you know, some Hollywood exec, but he has this like backstory about how he's a sci-fi nerd, likes action figures. And I think that those like two like, really different worlds brought together just gave this movie a little up. Guys, you know we love Tyler Hines, and honestly, that Southern girl or whatever he was sporting in this movie, I was all over it. The hair has grown on me, like this longish <laughs> whatever hair of his. I'll take it. I will take it. Would you do? Would you dance the cowboy cha-cha I would cowboy Hines? cha-cha with him. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that he'd bring out this little notebook to take down all these little cute things she's saying, her grandpa says. Uh, and, and like the barbecue. And I love it when he came down to the kitchen in the middle of the night because he could smell smoke. And oh, she was cooking the barbecue sauce in his pajamas. Oh my God, I just wanted to cuddle him. And like, I really liked how slow talking he was and how it was so unclear what his thing was with that Hollywood girl wanted him to direct island girl like could they not think of a better title but all these details felt like a kind of like a sarcastic callback of like big bad hollywood taking away the dreams of these people but it was just really fun like again we don't usually appreciate the country movies at all and this one i was like yeah she's good she can sing and she kind of leveled up to like i mean tyler hines obviously brings the charisma and brings the chemistry but she didn't do too badly despite you know the borderline annoyingness so Tyler Hines can direct rewrite produce the movie of my life in whatever way he wants because I want him as my co-star oh my god so hot Tyler Hines would win all the pissing contests with the ex-boyfriend <laughs> he would win every one of them um yeah he can watch me cook and he can South. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, guys, Roadhouse Romance. Shockingly not bad considering it was the first movie out of the series, and I was like, oh god, we're starting country, but hey, started strong. Um, I'm quite surprised. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, any movie where we end with a cowboy chat, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> On to our next movie. We have. Advice to Love By. Uh, this actually wrapped up the entire Fall Harvest. So I was already all like Fall Harvested up. And I was like, please, I can't believe there's one more. They had six movies. 
Uh, and this one stars Aaron Westbrook and Brooks Darnell. When a love advice author crosses paths with a dating columnist, an attraction begins to blossom into more. The science of love, what does that even mean? I have designed an interactive compatibility test. You can't tell anyone that you're a romance writer. For two experts on love, my magazine wants to do a profile on you. Dating should be a walk in the park. She has no idea what she's in for with you. A judo class? <laughs> like I mentioned, I didn't think I could take one more. I was saturated to the max on Fall Harvest. But then we get like in one of the matchmaker stories and those are a hit and miss usually because it's like oh god another matchmaker but this girl does like a different spin to it because she's technically an author that has a uh that uses science rather than feelings to and research to um, tell people what dating is like and, and the spin is that now she's going to use her own dating advice or her own love advice scientifically based on herself she's putting herself out there on the other hand the guy obviously is a reporter uh journalist who is secretly moonlighting as the doctor love whatever um on in the magazine and he can't tell her so it, it actually kind of felt to me like a strange way of hallmark to do like how to lose a guy in 10 days because it's like Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because he's trying to, like, disprove her theories, and she's trying to prove that her theories are going, and they're both trying it on each other without telling each other. And then, of course, they eventually do. So it's that, but make it Hallmark, because, again, it's still quite moral and not as corrupt as <laughs> How to Lose a Guy. But I actually um, appreciated this, like, double life, hidden agenda, um, you know, secret identities kind of thing. Um because it was quite fresh. Again, fresh faces. I don't know if the girl was wearing a was she wearing a wig. I'm not sure. I I think so. Because <laughs> the bangs were a bit weird, but that's all I'm going to say. Because the rest of the movie was quite delightful. We have the hot mayor from Good Morning Christmas. So it was him. It was him. It was, it was him. him. Looked like okay. him, and I was like, confirm him. Um, as the bookshop owner and it was kind of cute that she assumed that this bookshop owner had a crush on her when obviously we knew that he had a crush on her editor so like it i mean it wasn't obvious but obviously it's not her they can't give her like a double they could but they didn't um so i actually thought that they were pretty cute together the lead characters i like the dates because it actually made sense because it followed the framework she was actually putting out of showing interest making intent you know making it known building trust I like how they structured it so that you were kind of following along them falling in love. And I like how they became just upfront with each other, like very adult in a sense. So it was like playful. We got, we went, they went on a lot of dates, lots of meaningful conversations. Um, and just, it was nice. It was nice to see a very talky in a way, a very talky romance, because obviously they're trying to show how compatible they are. So yeah, I liked it. I really liked it. She gives me Tiana energy. I don't know why, because she's <laughs> she's petite, yeah. but she's also you know she she knows her stuff. She she'll talk him down if she has to. Um, I like that they made her a science girl, mm. but made her fun. Yeah, but also not super type A, you know. And he had a really good vibe about him. It's like, if I met someone like this, I would be charmed by yeah. him. Of course, he's Dr. Lovestruck. 
this movie uh, for a Hallmark this one had a lot of players because of the secret identity mm. and you know I, I got that you got male-ish energy because you, they didn't know but you knew and you just you're, you're just literally waiting for for him to tell her and of course of course she sees uh, the column on his desk <laughs> and then that's how she of course that's how she finds out that he's Dr. Lovestruck but I'm glad she didn't just walk out like, yeah. I'm glad she didn't see it. Then, like, <gasps> walks away. Like, she confronts him, which I thought was quite mature. I also really like the side characters. I liked her sister and the boyfriend. I liked his, I liked that he was giving advice to his coworker. Like, I'm like, why do I care about these people? But not more than the leads. <laughs> <laughs> Good side. The real, yeah. I was, I was nervous when I saw the ads for this because it's like, okay, first of all, another fall movie. <laughs> I, I, I thought, I thought. Patty and I could just get get the job done and, and record already, but no, we gotta wait for this one with two people who we weren't sure about. But I'm glad we gave it a chance. We didn't cut this off the lineup because I'd like to see more of them. I would. This reminded me of Journey of the Heart, where I'm like, there's another one. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they were getting their shit together for summer and fall and, and just totally lost it for Christmas. No, you know what? I think the optimal amount of movies for a season is four or five. That's it. Five max. How? How do they do this? But anyway, guys, overall, these first three movies, guys, we didn't hate any of them, if you noticed. It's crazy. This is a crazy town. And when we're back, more things we don't hate. We loved it. Oh my god, Fall Harvest. See you guys when we return. And we're back. Patty, are you drinking something? Do you, you, <laughs> you have a beverage there with you? Should I, should I raise my glass? <laughs> <laughs> Let's raise our glasses. <laughs> to love. <laughs> That's the next movie we're, we're talking about. For Fall Harvest, Raise a Glass to Love Stars, Laura Osnes and Juan Pablo Dipache. Dipache. <laughs> Aspiring master sommelier Jenna returns to her family vineyard to study. Buenas tardes. You're here for tasting. I'm Marcelo Castillo. I'm actually the head winemaker here. Gotta get your hands dirty from the land. Anyone special in your life? Why not share what's in your heart with the world? Close your eyes, take a deep breath. Wow. In, in, another, in another life, I would have been super <laughs> excited for this movie. Because Laura Osnes has always delivered for us. Yeah. Unfortunately, she got into a bit of a, a conundrum uh. and got <laughs> some bad press very recently and so I went into this movie trying my best as Patty said mm. to separate the art from the artist and you <laughs> know what I am happy about my uh, viewer maturity uh, I, I <laughs> forgot about Laura Osnes it was only Jenna from yeah. start to finish <laughs> okay I, I like the premise of this movie because we get a master sommelier I mean there are what? so many other careers, Hallmark. We're done with the party planners, the wedding planners, the country musicians. Stop! 
Yes, let's explore wine. Let's explore this industry. We get a, a an aspiring sommelier who has a vineyard, a beautiful vineyard. Uh, her family has one. She's trying to, you know, rise up the ranks so that she can she can be a sommelier at her boyfriend's like chic Michelin, Michelin star restaurant. But she fails the exam, and and, and I like that they started with this and and she's like very nervous and she talks about the wine during the exam and then everything goes uh goes down the drain so anyway she has this like boyfriend you know you you can tell he's a bit of a jerk (laughs) but i really found him handsome in a very 80s like wolf of wall street way So, yeah, well, we have that. And anyway, we, we get a quick fast forward and she has to go back to her family's vineyard where she's reviewing for another test and then she meets the family's new winemaker, Marcelo, <laughs> from Argentina. So he's, he's taking care of the tastings there and, yeah, she runs into him. There's a meet-cute where she doesn't know it's him and she's trying to school him on wines because she is a sommelier and then and then she finds out that she was talking to another expert um off the bat like even even during the previews i was like super looking forward to this movie like barring laura austin's because because this guy this This guy guy. from argentina uh he's like darren chris but make it hallmark to me (laughs) (laughs) i i like that you know she's she knows her stuff, right? She's she's competent in her field, but then she's just a little bit insecure. And and then we get this guy who's like nothing like we've seen before in a Hallmark movie, I feel, because he's just different. He's 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 from Argentina, what can I say? Uh, he's mysterious. And you know, you have a Kindle, right, Pat? Yeah. You, ha- you, you get ads on your Kindle. Always. I don't know if th- I'm targeted with this because I always get like uh, romance book covers <laughs> <laughs> with like really cheesy titles. And anyway, so this dude, Juan Pablo, looks just like one of those Kindle romance book guys. He, he just like, I, I just want to go there and ride horses with him. I mean, he rides horses. Come on. We have to watch him in the Dashing in December, the Lifetime movie, the gay movie, the Lifetime gay Christmas movie, because he's the star alongside okay, Peter I, Forte. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I think I think we're just gonna do a roundup of the interesting ones from GAC and from the past because this is interesting. He is hot. <laughs> he actually looks like he spent time under the sun. Sorry, Brendan Penny. I loved you in the Vineyard movies, but you don't look like you actually spent time. In the, in the actual vineyard. This guy looks like he freaking crushes the... the I don't know if you ever watch Walk in the Clouds mm-hmm. with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how when they do that, like... Crushing, crushing the, grapes. The, the grape scene? I can imagine him doing this. <laughs> Sorry, my mind's in the gutter. My mind's in the gutter. We're, we're just swooning over the... Like, we've totally forgotten about the plot of this movie. <laughs> we're just talking about... We're just talking about him. <laughs> and so... Okay, my, my whole theory is you can put someone like Laura Osnes who's gotten all that press in a movie, but then, you know, this guy saves the day because I completely just forgot. 
to be fair, I, I also did appreciate her storyline of trying to be, you know, a master sommelier. The boyfriend was also distractingly cute. So I was like, ooh, not bad. He's not bad. Why do you want to leave this? But then, of course, you want to leave this because you are here with Mr. Argentina. It was just, like, I obviously cracked a bottle of wine. I was like, yes, Mediterranean summer, lazing on my couch in the heat. But, like... Yeah, I was just distracted by this man. I, If you ask me the plot, like <laughs> specific scenes, I couldn't tell you. But Same. I enjoyed. I, I was just quite drunk. I, I wrote a couple of notes and I, I'm like, okay, I don't remember, but <laughs> I have notes, okay? So yeah, I, 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 I wrote, I love the first I'll pick you up at eight moment. Because we like a guy who takes charge like that. Yes. You know, I'll pick you up at eight. He, he gives the time. And he shows up on your doorstep. Okay, my other second note, off okay. note, is the slow dance. There was a slow oh, dance at some point. Yes, I love it. And, and then he, he talks about his corazón. Corazón. <laughs> my one nitpicky about this movie isn't even about the movie. I don't know when you harvest. When do you actually harvest the... Is that in fall? Is that why it's called fall harvest? Because you harvest the grapes in fall? I don't know. I'm happy that, that we were talking about grapes and not pumpkins for one. So, <laughs> I you know, know, there's that. But yeah, that was my only nitpick. I, I don't even know. So this one, I don't know. I don't know when it <laughs> happened. So can someone school us? When are grapes harvested? Because I think we've had the vineyard movies in the summer. We've had it in Valentine's. We've had it. And at all those times, they're somehow picking grapes up. So I'm like, so when do you really pick grapes up? There, that's all. Maybe they're in season all year. I don't know. Let's just let's <laughs> not. <laughs> um, Basically, you're, you're she listeners. had to choose between yeah. the handsome Wolf of Wall Street guy, and well, she she didn't really have to choose, but then you know Marcelo was making a good case for for himself, and then there was an Australia job offer, and it's one of those like, but we're gonna be apart anyway, and do I really want to be? Um, saddled with my boyfriend's restaurant and blah blah blah. And overall, I love this movie. I love even it. if I don't remember anything about it except the guy. <laughs> that is a good enough reason. Exactly. Guys with accents are good enough reasons, which leads me to our next movie, South Beach Love, starring William Levy and Taylor Cole. A story about rival quinceañeras, glorious Cuban cooking, friendship, family ties, and romance. Sarah. Tony. Two talented chefs. Are we sure we want the Irish girl cooking for that many Cubans? Two competing quinceañeras. People are forgetting what the real reason to celebrate is. The girls. One delicious romance. You ready for this? Look at this Irish girl turning Cuban on me. I like it. Hey guys. Uh, my oh name is Patty, no. and I'm a sucker for an accent. We heard the Argentinian accent, and now we get the Cubans. Wow. Hallmark is pulling out all the stops in diversity and representation this year, and I'm so on board for it. We've got old lovers, new passions. We've got rival cooking. We've got, like, families big messy noisy families you've got quinceañeras we've got rivalries on the chef level rivalries on the cousin level rivalries on the sister-in-law level 
we got Mexican representation, Cuban representation, we got some Miami. I felt like it was such a great follow-up to playing Cupid with Nicholas Gonzalez and Laura Vandervoort in, in February because I really enjoyed that and the culture. And now we go to South Beach, Florida. I'm assuming it's Florida, right? South Beach is in Florida? Yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. And it was amazing. The vibe, the set, the people, I really felt that we were being transported somewhere that was new and different from the usual hallmark whiteness that we get. Like, it it made me so happy to see different cultures. And guys, this has nothing to do with fall whatsoever, whatsoever. But I'm so happy that they included it because I enjoyed it so much. I wrote these notes in all caps. Uh, so here I go. I cannot stress how hot I find this man. <laughs> William Levy. I know he must be like every other Cuban actor must look like him, but I'm not well-versed enough. So when they put him up and serve him on a platter to me, I am in love. My uncle's husband is Cuban, and I messaged him while watching, and I was like, Tito Eduardo, there's this super, super hot Cuban actor. He's looking, and then I sent him a photo. He's like, oh, yes, he's, he's, he's uh, in a telenovela. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I was just like... Yes, he's very hot. And we were just like sending GIFs to each other. And Chingai, you can attest to this. I was texting you every <laughs> other scene in all caps because guys, like every time he'd come into a scene, I would gasp. I would giggle to myself. I wasn't even drunk. And I was just like, ah! like, you know, my, my, my breath would catch in my throat. The way, he, the way he would come into a scene and fill up the screen because literally he's that wide. His shoulders were that wide. <laughs> and then every time he would open his mouth and like talk to Taylor Cole. And of course, that's not her name. I actually don't know what Taylor Cole's name is in this movie. I don't care either. Because anytime he would just talk, like, I'm like, yes, tell me more. I want to know everything. He looks so good in his Chris Polos, which I would usually find like a bit tacky or like, uh, oh God, he's too, he's too pretty. No, he's not too pretty. You can never be this. You can never be too pretty this way. You can be this pretty. Be pretty. You're so hot. Oh my God, Shingai. Um, yeah, wait, I, I actually have more notes, but I can't okay, remember ahead. them anymore <laughs> because he has, he has taken over my life. We need more of him. He made me root for Taylor Cole. Like, I was like, Taylor Cole and her highlights to make her look, I don't know, like she lives in South Beach. But, like, I usually am not the biggest Taylor Cole fan. But, honestly, I'm like, go get him, girl. In your short dresses and your bicycle, go get him. You you deserve this hot man. The, the, the salsa dancing and, and just, like, taking her out. And I like how even if they were rival families and actually, like, old lovers that they were still very mature about talking to each other and helping each other. And when they when they made that, like, shepherd spy with, like, the... I forget the name of the dish, but, like, it looks spicy. Like, I like that collaboration. I like how they were so mature and it wasn't actually quite a rivalry. They were just going along with it. And, ah, uh, this movie, I could... I, okay, so I watched it already, like, three times. And it's so good. It's so good every single time. 1x speed, guys. 1x speed. <laughs> The Jane the Virgin vibes that this uh, this South Beach love movie was like really strong, but I think I may have enjoyed this more than Jane the Virgin because yes. you know Jane the Virgin problematic too with <laughs> other other people in that in that series. But anyway, I feel like Hallmark so desperately needed telenovela 
vibes. You know? Like, we, we want that messy family, like, huge cast kind of drama. There were so many things going on in this, in this movie. But that's what telenovelas are supposed to be like. And, and yeah. so it didn't seem out of place or forced. Um, I love the music. The music yes. really got me in this. Because like, without, that, like, without that, that music that would come every time he would be on screen, it wouldn't have <laughs> impacted us that much. Uh, like him gazing out the window and then hear the music. And he's like, Ay, Maria. <laughs> Short of the narration, right. it can be a telenovela, but it was so good. The musical cues were so good. I think it was a great adaptation. I've not read the book, but obviously the, the script was based on a book that was actually like South Beachoven. I am... Good job, Hallmark. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. So, uh, yeah, this this plus uh, Argentina man and Nicolas Gonzalez from Playing Cupid. I mean, let's have a fiesta! <laughs> Come Let's on. have I'm a not, fiesta. I'm like, oh, I'm like double a quinceanera and more, but <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, uh, I know we don't like kids, and let uh, teens going on their quinceaneras aren't kids, kids per se. But I, I did enjoy uh, the the girls here. <laughs> what, what's your code name for one of Pol- them? Paulina Gomez. I, I liked her. <laughs> uh, the nieces. Uh, their rivalry was fun, and and I like like. You know, seeing a bit of that culture, like I didn't know that that's what went on in yeah. in Sierras. I, I, if I had to nitpick, and this is like super nitpick, maybe the thing that I could have done without was the excessive mom drama. Like, because yeah. but I like that they kept it a secret. Like, okay, the moms are obviously at war, like in this passive aggressive war, and you don't know why they're fighting. Kind of like pumpkin pie wars, but <laughs> but better. And they, they hold they hold out the like like the, the the last quarter of the movie before revealing what, what this whole drama was about. Yeah. So I, I was just like what tell me already what 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 the hell this is about. Why are you fighting? But I guess that means the movie was effective because like I was yeah. like, I was you were curious. I, I was curious, I was. No, I, I really appreciated this and just like the family dynamics of when obviously William Levy's character would just like talk to his mom and his mom would be like, what, do you, what is it you want? And like, it just felt very familiar and they actually did feel like a family and it was just nice and I cared about the characters and I wasn't just like, and I didn't hate on Taylor Cole, which is I think a huge achievement for me because I wasn't like, sure, I wasn't her biggest fan, but I also wasn't like distracted or detracted from the movie because of her. So I think that's a win for humanity and I'm just like, yeah. Hallmark, give me more of the South Beach love. I am what's, all in. What's interesting is like we were all raves about this movie and we hardly talked about the love story actually. Actually, you know? yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it was like so it's a it's, it's a full package kind of deal. It's not just uh, a love story. It, it's so much more than that, and that's why you guys need to do more movies like this and bring in you know infuse it with different cultures and different people so that we're not always like you know we're all we're not inundated with pumpkin spice lattes at all (laughs) (sighs) it's okay i think they did a good job at you know really taking 
you know, the lead on this and, and making sure that we get more of this in the future because, guys, yes, yes to diversity. That said, we have to give it to the whites. <laughs> <laughs> White excellence. <laughs> White excellence comes in the form of final movie we're reviewing, Taking the Reins, <laughs> starring Nikita Loach and Scott Porter. A writer discovers what ended her marriage and why she stopped riding horses. They say, once you fall off a horse, you have to get right back on. Your dad says he used to be one of the best writers in the state. I've been waiting to meet you. I'm the new trainer. The best trainer in the whole state just happens to be your ex-husband. Going back to basics now. Sometimes we gotta step away from something to see how much we love it. How's it feel? Familiar. I got a horse girl. So <laughs> when I was a kid, my my mom uh, wanted to take equestrian lessons, but I said no because I I felt because horses were bursting, and I just didn't want to get near any of them. So I cannot relate in any way to Nikita Loach's character, and yet I felt it. So she, we get the horse girl turned magazine writer with a with with an assignment. Again, an assignment that she has to write about her family hosting the annual competition. It's a, it's a nice dynamic with her family. She has a sister she's close to who's working in the family business. She has a dad who still rides. Um, and then she has this ex-husband. And the family is keeping a secret that he's actually uh, training the horses. Is he? Anyway, he's, he's living. He's actually living there in their huge huge estate and there she has to face him as she goes back to the house i i wasn't familiar with scott before watching this movie and then oh. a week after seeing taking the reins i started watching with patty and her other friend macy we started watching friday night lights so i was like wait a minute <laughs> this guy <laughs> is taking the reins husband oh my god how time has passed but anyway I, you know what got me wasn't the horses, obviously, but I think it was the combative relationship she had with her ex-husband. Uh, this, this trope is familiar to us, and I was a little wary going in because I did not like Cranberry Christmas from last year. And that's like a familiar, you know, that's where um, we, get, we get exes who have to be with each other again. I think that Nikki and Scott have great chemistry because like yeah i i wanted to see them spar i wanted to see them get nostalgic about their past and you know what the the one thing that stuck with me in this movie is how he always just went in for the kiss like, there was no there there was no like hesitation you know when they were talking with each other and i guess it's because they're exes right i mean yeah. what else what else are you gonna? Why else are you gonna hold back? He just went went for it all the time, and like he he apologizes, but then it's a good idea, and then you know she she goes for it too, and so yeah, that's what I liked. So I I didn't I didn't know you haven't watched Heart of Dixie. No, I didn't. So Heart of Dixie is like Virgin River, almost exactly, down to the doctor. That's like. The grumpy doctor. He plays the same character. He's the same guy. <laughs> He's the same character. Which is nice because I watched Heart of Dixie first. Then I watched Virgin River. 
And then I watched, well, I, I watched parallel to that West Wing. And he's in West Wing too as a vice president. But anyway, neither here nor there. So I watched Heart of Dixie before Friday Night Lights. So I was like, oh, and then now we see Scott Porter here. So it's quite nice to see him and his dad bod um, compete with Wes Brown's <laughs> dad bod. And, and I liked it. I liked, I like seeing um, Nikki Deloach really come into these like divorcee roles. I don't know why they lump her there. <laughs> But I guess she does it well. I was getting a lot of like Heartland vibes because of the the horses. Yes. Which which makes me miss Heartland a little bit more. But like I I actually appreciated like the family dynamics. I like how he deferred to her. Like he wouldn't take the the role unless she was okay with it. Like it was cute and I, I, I liked that relationship and how they would banter, but then it's also just like we're also adults. Like we don't have to be so because like yeah you're not kids anymore okay i like so i like that they had like a a similar goal you know and that they were both experts in the same in the same field i guess so they had like the special language they spoke with each other and you know you that i think i think that helped with the chemistry yeah and it didn't feel like they were an old married couple it didn't feel like i mean obviously mm. casting and all that and these people are professionals but like i was actually like oh man i kind of i'm rooting for them i'm rooting for them to get back together but i was also like you see why they couldn't make it work the first time around so like it's it's nice i really appreciated it and i wasn't i didn't think i would like i like nikki deloach as an actress i love her in almost everything she's done but I was a bit hesitant because, again, I'm not a horse girl either. And divorce movies on yeah. Hallmark have not been so good in the past. So this was quite good, Hallmark. Good yeah. job. You know what? I, I don't like them doing sequels. But I would love uh, a crossover with the Canadians broadcasting, <laughs> Canadian Broadcasting Company and have Nikki Deloach be like friends with Lisa from Heartland because I feel they like they come from that same that same like competing oh, yeah. horse ranch kind of family. <laughs> I, I wanna see that that Heartland crossover. That would be super cute. So guys, overall, watch every freaking movie from Fall Harvest. It's all worth of it. your freaking time. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I can't believe it. But when we're back, we're not, not over yet. Very kill. <laughs> See you guys in a bit. And we're back. It feels like ages since we've done kill Patty. I can't even remember the last time we had this. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I made the right choices here, but hey, I, this isn't life for death. <laughs> so let's begin. <laughs> or is it? of death okay who are we gonna kill (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i don't even remember what their names are but one of the guys the 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 high school boyfriend from love strikes twice same i just wrote love strikes twice x (laughs) yeah like yeah i get it they didn't make him much of an asshole but they didn't make him memorable enough that i know his name or the actor's name like i couldn't be bothered i didn't like him in daisy hills either and you know what i didn't like him either in the winter movie with jesse shram i can't believe i know his movies <laughs> why do i know his you movies? really want to kill this guy <laughs> I, I i just you know me i love i love a library i love a quest to save a library so you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him because he's yeah. not supporting the life. That is fair. That's totally fair. All okay. right. 
on to more exciting things as talk fucks. <laughs> Who are you fucking Patty? I would really like to know. <laughs> so this was actually hard for me because I'm like, oh man, this is tough. Um, I would um, fuck Tyler Hines. <laughs> I can't believe this is me now, girl. He never even made it to my list before. And now I can't stop thinking about him. Um, Tyler Hines, honestly, this was a last-minute switcheroo, but, like, I I would fuck Tyler Hines and his accent and his little notebooks and his director vibe and his barbecue eating, ah, cha-cha, cowboy cha-cha-ing. Yeah, Tyler Hines, come on over. Let's go, cowboy. You know what? I would fuck him, too. <laughs> <laughs> who have we turned into but okay I, I did a last minute switcheroo too because I was like okay I was sold on Tyler Hines but then you did mention Mr. Mayor who was like an extra <laughs> in Advice to Love by so I'm like you know what Tyler Hines I think I've had you before I'm just gonna switch over to Mr. Mayor you can fuck bookstore you like all the movies you can fuck as many people Hines. as you want Chinga I guess let's get to our Marys then okay let's do it <laughs> Shall I go first? So, I am going to be in an open marriage. I am going to be married to two men. Um, and it's no surprise who those two men are. I am going to be in an open marriage with Juan Pablo de Pache and William Levy. <laughs> Patty, just invite me to your two homes. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. It's, it's going to be like uh, wings, you know, like you can take, I, it's all about sharing, love is abundant. Um, you can have whoever I'm not, um, you know, currently engaged with. But yeah, I'm marrying them both. It's official. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I'm happy that you're open to sharing because I'm marrying Mr. Ray Seclas. Because I, I love Argentinian food. I'm sorry, I love a good steak. I love some meat. So, yes. Cheers yeah, to that. You know what's Cheers to that. Raise a glass to that indeed. Because what's perfect is William Levy can cook for us. And then Juan Pablo de Pache can make, you know, sommelier the wine. Oh, so you're right. Isn't, yeah. isn't it perfect? It yeah. Is. Yeah, we'll just all live together in the house. But yeah, that, that's who we're... I mean, in true Hallmark fashion, everything works out in the end. Everything will work out. And with that, we want to thank everyone for joining us on this episode. When we're back uh, next time, I think, is it Chesapeake Shores first? Or are we doing... You know what? So Christmas. much is happening in the Hallmark first oh. that we don't even know. We're going to be doing uh, Chesapeake Shores first as we start watching the holiday movies. That's right. So if you guys have any comments, questions, or uh, would like to give us feedback, please follow us on our socials at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Jingai. Thanks, <laughs> for doing six wonderful movies with me. I hope, I hope Christmas doesn't let us down. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.